0: Calgary Stampedes the Golden Knights and a six to nothing romp. Hi again everyone I'm Tony Cardasco. Follow us at Lockdownvgk or me at Tony Dasco on Twitter. You can hear me Saturday mornings from 8 to 10 a.m on 985 the fan in Las Vegas, which is also heard on the Odyssey app. Don't miss my Super Bowl preview show coming up this Saturday morning. Thanks for making Lockdown Golden Knights your first listen. It is free and available on all platforms. As the Golden Knights' losses go this season, to me, this was by far the worst of the season. By far. There was a lot on the line in Calgary on Wednesday night with the Flames chasing VGK in the Pacific Division. And it was all Calgary from the start to the finish. 6 to nothing was the final as the Golden Knights get shut out one night after they shut out Edmonton. For most of the night, the Golden Knights were leg-weary. They were disinterested. They did a lot of puck watching. They were flat. I thought the Golden Knights would split this road trip, so they got two points in any event in Canada. It's not so bad. But VGK found out right before the game that it would be playing without Captain Mark Stone, who was out again with a recurring upper body injury. He had received a hard check in the Edmonton game the night before, and that could have aggravated something the previous injury. Pete DeBoer said it was something that Stone had been dealing with off and on for a while now. He said Stone will be evaluated when the team gets back to Las Vegas. Question, why didn't Stone back out of the All-Star game? If he had this nagging injury, could have rest during the break. So the top line suffered a loss again, and Evgeny Dodonov played in place of Stone in the Calgary loss. To me, this game was over early. Johnny Goudreau scored a goal at the 5:03 mark of the first period, and it turned out to be the game-winner. I felt Alex Petrangelo was just puck watching for the most part on the night, and especially on a couple of the Flames' goals and that first one by Goudreau. The Flames put three on the board at the end of the first period. The Golden Knights could not stop this fresher team. They were just sitting there waiting for VGK. Calgary pushed from the start to the finish. They gained two big points on VGK. It was a very important game in my estimation. Matthew Kachuk scored a between-the-legs goal. Andrew Mangiapone also scored twice, including once on the power play. And nothing really went right for VGK. The Flames are still in fourth place, but they now trail the Kings and the Ducks by just one point, and Calgary continues to creep up on VGK. The Flames wanted to make a statement in this game. They are one of the top teams in the Pacific Division, and they now trail VGK by just five points, still having five full games in hand. Jacob Markstrom was the story for the Calgary Flames. He recorded his eighth shutout of the season. Eight shutouts. For Jacob Markstrom, he was superb in net. Robin Leonard was not. VGK's defense moved no one out from in front of the net. Braden McNabb said afterwards that Calgary just simply embarrassed VGK. That's how I felt too. Again, I just felt that this was their worst loss of the season. And Pete DeBoer said that there was no excuse for allowing the Flames to start fast. The game was over just 20 minutes into the game. And DeBoer said VGK didn't put up much of a fight. He said hopefully his team shows up next time. Jonathan Marcheseau said that there was no excuse for the team coming out flat. He said they just didn't get it done. And he felt the Flames were just sitting back and they were waiting for the Golden Knights. He said that they were thinking about this game for a while and they took it to VGK. The Golden Knights came into the game at 2-0-1 in the back end of the back-to-back. And it was their first loss, and this, honestly, the first time that I can recall that the Golden Knights were blown out, that they looked really sluggish in a game, that they weren't able to make a real push in a 60-minute game. And to me, again, this was their worst loss of the season. i like to revisit my keys to the game, a barometer, perhaps, of why the Golden Knights didn't win on Wednesday night. We thought they could be tired coming into the game, yes, the travel to Canada, yes, the back-to-back but they were just casual observers in the game at the Saddle Dome. So let's recap my keys to the game. Shots on goal. I said that this would be important because Calgary averages 36 shots on goal per game. The Golden Knights held the Flames to 33 shots on net. I expected a barrage of shots on net, and Leonard faced only 23 shots on goal in the first meeting in Las Vegas. There were a lot of shots, a lot of quality shots for the Flames on Leonard. Defensemen didn't help out in front of the net. Shots went through screens. I really didn't think that it was typical VGK hockey. And DeBoer can't be pleased with the game and the outcome overall. I felt that Leonard didn't really track the puck well. So six goals on 33 shots on net for Calgary. They were explosive on Wednesday night. Another key was VGK has to shut down the Calgary Superstars. Well, they did not. After shutting down the combo of Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl for a second time this season on Tuesday night, the Golden Knights could not control the two Flames superstars, Johnny Goudreau and Matthew Kachuk. Goudreau started the scoring when he rifled a shot past Petrangelo and Leonard in the slot. Kachuk utterly embarrassed Leonard with that between-the-legs goal early in the third period. Those two players scored two goals, and they had an assist on the night, VGK could not shut down those two superstars. Another key was the Golden Knights' top line has to break through. The Golden Knights were without Mark Stone, okay, and Evgeny Dodonov filled in. The top line, regardless of Stone's absence, had just three shots on goal. Pacioretty came close on an assist with a dime, a nice pass to Nolan Patrick, but he could not put the puck in net. I said that it would be a good time to get Chandler Stephenson on track again. Stephenson is now scoreless in his last five games. His last goal was back on January the 20th against Montreal. He had just one shot in two games in Canada. Not good. And Max Pacioretty is now without a goal in 10 games for the Golden Knights. His last goal remains about two months ago against Boston. In all, the Golden Knights came out flat. Again, they looked disinterested and they really had a really rough start in this game last night. They need to really turn things around. They will have a full week before they play again. They will be hosting the Colorado Avalanche on February the 16th at the Fortress. And that's a night that many people are anticipating could be the return of Jack Eichel. Coming up next, Nolan Patrick was the star of the game in the loss for VGK. No one scored for the Golden Knights, but Patrick had a lot of chances. You are listening to Lockdown Golden Knights. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football heads into the big game coming up this Sunday. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute information on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live real-time updates of current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet online where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen every day. It is free and available on all platforms. I'm Tony Cardasco. Nolan Patrick was a healthy scratch in Edmonton a couple of nights ago. Pete DeBoer said that he wants players like Patrick to handle being benched like a pro. And that's exactly what Nolan Patrick did. He was the best player on the ice for the Golden Knights on Wednesday. Patrick played on the fourth line. He was inserted late. He started on the wing with Brett Howden, who was held scoreless for the first time in five games, and William Carrier. And DeBoer said that he played with some energy in the game. To be honest with you, it appeared as though Patrick was the only player on the ice that had a pulse. He might have been the only VGK player who looked like he had some legs in the game. In the second period, Patrick asserted himself. He came to life for the Golden Knights. He had some really good shifts and some grade A scoring chances. Three of them. Patrick had a redirect with his team trailing 3-0 in the second. It was a bang-bang play, and Patrick went to Markstrom's left while the Flames goalie was leaning a little bit to the right as he was trying to stop the initial shot on net. I don't know how Markstrom recovered, but he slid back across the crease to his left side, and he got the save. Not Patrick's fault? Credit Jacob Markstrom with the big save. Some said that if Patrick had deflected the puck high, it might have gone in. Hey, okay, it was a deflection. It was just a tip in front of the net. Lucky to even get his stick on it. And Patrick was lucky enough to even get the deflection. Let's face it, it was really Markstrom's night. Then Patrick had another shot on net. It came from the slot. It was a good chance for VGK. And we saw Markstrom with his best Joey Votto impression. I was trying to think of a Canadian baseball player from that area. Yeah, the Cincinnati first baseman, that works. Joey Votto, as Markstrom picked it clean. Then, in the final minute of the period, Patrick with a really clean steal off of Nikita Zadorov's stick, and he headed for the net on the breakaway. Markstrom with a great job. He came out of the net, and he got a piece of the Patrick backhand, but 3 great grade-A chances For Nolan Patrick, the injury to Mark Stone moved Patrick into the Golden Knights lineup on the fourth line last night. And then he was moved up when Pete DeBoer started to juggle lines in the third period looking for anything, energy, looking for a sign of life. In the game, four shots on goal for Nolan Patrick. Only Nick Waugh had more with five. And it was the best game that Patrick played in a while. Patrick has shown some signs of brilliance this season. The former first-round draft pick has mostly been relegated to the bottom six role. But the bottom six, especially that fourth line that he plays on mostly, has been producing of late. Some might say that they're carrying the team. Nolan Patrick had his first multi multi-point game of the season against the Hurricanes. It was a good game on the road where he had a goal and an assist. And I like that DeBoer has Patrick and Michael Amadio now practicing currently with Jack Eichel on a different line. Maybe that is what's bolstering Patrick's confidence of late. Back in September, the Golden Knights signed Nolan Patrick, a restricted free agent, to a two-year deal. It was worth almost $2.5 million. Patrick was part of that July trade with Philly. He had nine points in 52 games with the Flyers last season. Many might have called him a bust with just four goals on the season a year ago. Patrick missed the entire 2019-2020 season. He had headaches and a migraine disorder. The Knights acquired Patrick, along with Brett Howden, who are now currently fourth-line mates, in a three-team deal, basically, that also sent Cody Glass to Nashville. Patrick initially was sent to the Preds, then on to Las Vegas. General Manager Kelly McCrimmon knew Patrick from his days with the Brandon Wheat Kings. They were both there. McCrimmon thought that, of course, Patrick would blow up and be a superstar in the league. When Patrick was healthy, he was a 30-point player in his first two seasons. He showed a lot of NHL promise, and then that injury occurred. The former number two pick of the Flyers has two goals and six points this season, but he's played in only 17 games, and once again, injuries have been a factor. When he was left out of the lineup in Edmonton Tuesday, I could only wonder if there was another injury that might have occurred. Patrick has had a bout with COVID this season. He was out with an undisclosed injury. That also left him out of the lineup. He had an assist in the Buffalo game right before the break. You would like to see him play consistently. Maybe Jack Eichel again will bring his game to life. Patrick has but one goal in 13 games, but like I have said, he brings a certain sort of energy, and he's definitely getting some chances. Patrick's four-shot game last night... That was the most amount of shots that he's taken in a game since Edmonton back on October the 22nd. Maybe it's a confidence issue. With his past, you know that Patrick has to stay healthy. On a night when there was very little puck possession in the VGK offensive zone, Nolan Patrick made things happen. Coming up next is VGK playing tight with Jack Eichel's return. Several players could be feeling that they could be expendable to clear cap space. More when we return right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen every day. It is free and available on all platforms. Welcome back. I'm Tony Cardasco. Okay, so here's my theory. Maybe VGK was not just leg-weary in Calgary last night. Maybe the concern of being traded or put on waivers, some movement with Jack Eichel's impending return, has several of the VGK players worried about their future with this team, and I can't blame them. Anxiety with Eichel and cuts and not knowing what city you're going to wake up in tomorrow. That all has to weigh heavily on the Golden Knights. I sensed that something was wrong last night, okay? On top of coming out flat and leg-weary, as I said, maybe this team perhaps is mentally tired. It could wear on players. Not just those who have been rumored in trade talks, but teammates. Teammates who like the chemistry of the team, who have built relationships and such. Maybe the trip to Canada with Eichel in tow was an eye-opener for players like Evgeny Dodonov and Riley Smith and even Laurent Brassois. Who knows? Maybe the VGK veterans had it sink in that one of them could be traded at the deadline. The weight is getting much heavier now. We're hearing Eichel on podcasts. We see Eichel warming up on the ice at practice. He's more visible in the media. Movement is happening, and it's not just necessarily a good thing in my opinion. These players don't know where they're going to be tomorrow. I am sure as well that players are wondering about whether VGK will tell them that they've been traded or if they will find out on social media a la Marc-Andre Fleury. What about their families and schools and kids playing in a community where they have called home? There is a lot of weight on players right now, and the anxiety and the intensity is growing. Yes, they want Eichel back in the lineup, but at what cost? Again, that was the worst loss of the season last night. Maybe the team is physically and emotionally spent, and that toll could be very heavy. For the Golden Knights, they suffered their third shutout of the season, but the first time since November the 2nd when they were blanked by Toronto. The injury decimation continues, as Mark Stone was the scratch on Wednesday, and that is due to a recurring upper body injury. One of my friends believes that Stone's back got jarred on a hit, a hard hit, by Zach Kitsian in the Edmonton game. Let's be honest here. A back-to-back coming off of the All-Star break on the road did not seem like it was enough to have this team just fall apart. And now the Golden Knights are looking over their shoulders, too. Calgary is coming with an absolute flurry. There was something that just was not right about VGK last night. No push, even despite being tired. Yeah, the Golden Knights came out flat. Well, let's face it, they never stay flat. They never stay flat. Come on, we know this team. And they had no push, no desire in that game. So we've got the NHL trade deadline looming. It's just a little over a month. That'll be March the 16th to be exact, and there are a lot of players still trying to earn roster spots. They try to make up for Jack Eichel's 10 million dollar contract, and that's going to force several moves. We will continue to follow this story. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets. Hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. I'm Tony Kordasko. We thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you again tomorrow right here on Locked On Golden Knights.